Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Welcome to Real Presence Radio, Real Presence Live. My name is Janine Bitson. And I'm Brad Gray. And he made it in the nick of time. <laughs> <laughs> I did, had a dead car and then had road construction along the way and... It was quite the adventure. Oh, but God is good. The Holy yep. Spirit wanted you here, and I'm yep. so grateful that we're here today together. Absolutely. It's a beautiful day to, to bask in the Lord's love and glory and grace and all the ways that He's present to us. Uh, as we're starting up this morning, let's, let's begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord God, You are Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are our loving Trinity, the family that called all things into being. We ask, Lord, that you invite us more and more deeper into this family love, which you are, and in which image you have made us. We ask that you help us to know the beating of your heart at every moment of our day this day. Help us to hear your voice and to respond to the call that you have given us, and help us to have the courage to be truly yours. We ask for your grace upon all of us, upon all those listening And upon all those we encounter this day, we pray in the words that our Savior Jesus taught us as we pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Wow, thank you, Brad. Wow, you, Thanks be to God. you came up with that beautiful prayer as you're I, running and your heartbeat's going say, like I, a mile a minute. We had <laughs> Trinity Sunday yesterday, and I just love the Trinity. Oh. Uh, we had uh, the, the cathedral in Fargo here is doing this uh, kind of cool uh, initiative. I think it, it's begun in other parishes, but it's called Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, where they it's an opportunity to get parishioners familiar with one another. Because a lot of times if you go to this particular Mass time, you don't ever meet the other bodies of the, the parish, you know, that go to a different mass time. And so it's kind of, you sign up to either host or guest um, the, uh, a, a gathering of, you know, three, four couples at someone's house, and they just give you the address to show up. You don't know whose house you're going to or anything like that. And so we did that on Saturday night, and then there was a discussion question, which was, what, who's, who's the, the person of the Trinity that you most relate to? Oh, sure. Which I thought was really a cool question. Uh, and as I thought about it, I'm like, I just love the Trinity. I mean, I, it's, it's been, the, the Trinity has been, um, I don't know, just a, I, I love the, that God is a family. I love that God is, you know, that, that the things that we value in life is precisely what God is, you know? Well, and, and that's so good that you mentioned that because, Brad, it's like fundamentally what's the most important doctrine to our mm-hmm. Catholic faith. Yep. It's the Trinity. And it's, you know? it's in many ways it's, it's the most terrifying to people. Like, I don't, want, don't ask me to explain the Trinity. Uh-huh. I, I'd just rather not talk about it at all. <laughs> but, but the really cool thing is, is when you talk about that community of love, yeah. you know, and, and that is that love that the Trinity has with each other is what we're called to do and be mm-hmm. as, as families in our domestic churches and families in our parish communities. And, and there's such a lack of that recognition 
in the whole world. And, you know, if, if we can just start in our family and our domestic churches yep. and in our parish families, having that unity, right? Because that's what the Trinity is all about. Absolutely. It's that unity of yep. love. Yep. So, speaking of that, we have three very special we guests do. in we our studio. In addition really... to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, and this is uh, what they're doing is all Trinitarian, really. It's yep. all based on uh, what we believe. So, um, we are just very excited. We have uh, Brady Borslin from the Diocese of Fargo. And so, good morning, Brady. Thanks for joining us. And Brady, you have uh, you've started a new initiative this year. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? And we'll introduce uh, our other guests. Yeah, uh, as I was getting to know the diocese a little bit more and working with their coworkers, uh, I started to, to notice there was a, a desire to send out some new type of missionaries to help out in parishes. And I see I've seen diocese start to adapt a model like this. And so uh, one of my coworkers, Marion, and I just started discussing. And we kind of came up with a, a simple uh, pilot year program to have uh, two full-time summer interns that are going to assist uh, in the Fargo area parishes, put on some uh, weekly events for youth in grades 7 through 12. They're also going to be at our middle school camp in July. Uh, they're going to direct the service team, so they're working behind the scenes on that to make sure that everything's in place. And then they're also going to come on our Steubenville trip uh, at the end of July and kind of be chaperones to, you know, to anyone that needs one from our group. Uh, if they have a small number of kids or if there's just a, like a lone guy or girl, uh, they will take care of them in small group and make sure that they're all okay. Well, and it's just so important to have these kinds of experiences for our middle school and high school students. I mean, they, you know, so often they'll say, well, that's the church of the future. But, you know, from a former youth minister, they're the church now, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. it's just really awesome, uh, the young people and how they can evangelize, you know, people who are much older than them. Yeah. It's very, very special. So the work you're doing is so important. And so we're just so grateful. Yep. And as Brady said, we've got a couple of those missionaries here in studio with us. We have Thomas Holcraft and Zoe Kraft. Good morning to you both. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Well, um, Thomas, let's start with you. Your last name sounds familiar. So tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so my dad is works for RPR, kind of as he's executive director. So that's why my last name sounds familiar, Brad. Also, I see you every single day at work. There's that so, too. Yep. Um, yeah, I guess I've lived in Fargo now for two years since my family moved here from Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, I was homeschooled my whole life. I just finished two years on the road with Net Ministries. Um, I was actually on the radio in January um, with a couple of members of my team to talk about Net. Hmm. Um, so I've been back for about a month and started doing this like about a week after I got home. So Fantastic. All right, Zoe, how about you? I am originally from Bismarck. I came here to go to school. Um, I graduated from Moorhead State a year ago, hmm. and I've been working as a CNA. And I'm doing youth ministry with Brady. Fantastic. So uh, I guess I'm curious as, as we get started here, tell us, like, Zoe, what, what was it that attracted you to this? I don't know how you first heard about what Brady's doing here. Um, how did you hear about it and what, what got you going with it? Um, well, I was originally asked to be a supervisor for Young Disciples okay, this yep. year. And then I also um, heard that Brady was looking for um, a summer intern. So I said yes to both. Okay. But unfortunately, there is no Young Disciples this year, so yeah. oh, this sure. is the only thing. And Young Disciples basically goes around, they put on Bible um, 
like week long Bible camps for mm-hmm. the kids, right, at the mm-hmm. parishes. Yep. But that uh, that didn't come to be this year. No, so. unfortunately not. So the Lord had other plans. <laughs> yes, He did. <laughs> and and the plan. This is what's really exciting. Something coming up July 10th through mm-hmm. the 14th. And so, Brady, can you tell us about this, this really special event? Yeah, so we are launching a brand new camp for middle school students called Camp Summit. Uh, the The purpose of the camp is to, to encourage the kids to have an encounter with Jesus through the sacraments. Uh, so the theme for this year is going to be called To the Heights. And it's going to uh, take on the life, uh, the discussion on Blessed Pier Giorgio Frasati. Uh, <sighs> And we're going to unpack what that means. We're going to unpack like this journey of encountering Jesus, how to prepare, how to make the trek, and how to sustain, especially. Uh, the culture is kind of about emotionalism every now and then. Right. Kind of. To know that there is going to be those moments where it's going to be more emotional, yeah. but then to get them beyond that to say, all right, if we're going to be rooted as a disciple, it's got to be beyond this. It's got to mm-hmm. be more than this. It's got to be you know, daily prayer, daily sacraments, just uh, being invested into the church. And so this, this camp is uh, for students going into grades 7 through 9. It's going to be at Red Willow Bible Camp, uh, yeah, July 10th through the 14th. We still have some spots open. Uh, my little shameless plug. That's so all right. That's why we're here. Hang out with us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We want to be able to to plug this important yep. event and and all that it uh, is going to do for our youth. And yeah. and I like what you're talking about too because. You know, our world, there's just so many bombardments that are mm-hmm. happening to our kids with, you know, and social media isn't a bad thing, but it can be a bad mm-hmm. thing. You know, all these good things, you know, that are out there that help with progress of the human condition, but yet there's a way that some people can take it and twist it and turn mm-hmm. it into something bad. But that never happens with our faith, right? right. I mean, Jesus is Jesus and our relationship with mm-hmm. him. It's like if we can rid our lives every single second of the day with that, we can recognize, you know, um, where to just put that stop, (laughs) you know, where to pull back, where to to go all in. Um, So it's just really important to have this. So so you talked about the theme. Uh, Where does that theme to the heights come from? Um, actually, it came from when I was back in Crookston because we had a, a middle school camp there called JP2 Camp. Mm-hmm. And it, it's similar to what this camp is going to be like. And I always envisioned that there would be a high school component. Uh, and I always loved uh, just that theme to the heights. And so just sitting with that and kind of praying over what this camp here should be like, uh, that's what kind of came up with it. So, uh, the, the camp itself is called Camp Summit. So each year mm-hmm. we'll have a rotating theme. But just for this inaugural year, we're going to call it uh, To the Heights again, just really laying the foundation uh, of this journey with Christ and, and, and you know, building upon that as they come back year after year because we'll change it into something different. We'll highlight you know, potentially a different saint or another aspect of the church. So they'll get a little, a little bit more uh, formation as they're there too. That phrase, To the Heights, was kind of, you said it was a, a phrase of, of Blessed Pierre Giorgio yep. Frasati. Yep. Oh, did do you have any kind of reflections or insights into like what did that mean for him? Like what, how what was that all about? Do you know or what, how do you envision that particular aspect? Like where, where does that lead us? Then? Yeah, so he was a very outdoorsy type guy. Okay. Uh, he was uh, he loved to serve, especially uh, the less for- fortunate and the poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he loved to scale mountains. And there's this one picture that he he just wrote. Uh, it, actually, it says it's verso alto. Mm. So the English translation is to the heights. And so it was just that like that daily reminder for him to to constantly keep striving, to keep mm. going, uh, to keep 
keep ascending, even though the terrain might be difficult, even though uh, what you may encounter might be a little problematic, but there's just still, there's the summit at the top, which is what you're aiming for. And that's kind of what became all the inspiration of all this. So, like, here in the eastern part of North Dakota, will you guys, like, climb an overpass or something like that? Probably. (laughs) And that might be a little too much. (laughs) Take good steps. Oh, oh, that's funny. Yeah, it it is... um yeah, how, where are you going to have that mountain? I mean, like a mural on the wall? Yeah, or so a big, the like, joyful uh, thing is out at Red Willow, they actually have a small hill. I don't know. Wow. If, oh, yeah, there you it's go. Great. It's like one of two in North Dakota. Um, <laughs> but so we're going we're gonna to utilize that for certain things. Um, but yeah, so there's just a little trek out there. And uh, Red Willow sits on, I think it's like four or 500 acres. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, trails that the kids will be able to go on if they want. Yeah, and, and what a beautiful setting to, you know, be in nature and just God's awesomeness, you know, to really convey, you know, feel his presence, you know, right. in all that beauty. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm curious for, for you guys, Thomas and Zoe, what are you guys looking forward to with this camp? What's, how do you see this going, Thomas? So basically for camp, me and Zoe's main job is to be in charge of, as Brady said, the service team. So what the service team is is like, um, the small group of high schoolers that are going to be like helping us out with staffing and like doing whatever needs to be done at the camp. Um, so at camp, I'll be able to like hang out with, it's going to be probably around like five or six high school guys. Um, and just like talk to them about like what's going on with their lives, faith life, whatever it is. Um, but I guess to be able to help like foster a brotherhood of young men, just because mm. that's so rare now, yes. um, especially with like young men that are high school age, um, and just be able to help them like, grow stronger together because like community is one of the foundational things of Catholicism, like one of the most important things. Yeah. Um, and it's lacking in so many ways. And so I'm just really excited to be able to help young guys who were in like the position that I was in to be able to have like what I didn't have for a while. I love it. I mean, we were just talking about the Trinity, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's, it's mm-hmm. at the very heart of God, the very heart of reality is community. Right. right. And, and it's just suffered so much, especially for your generation with, you know, COVID and lockdowns and not being, you know, in school or part of, I mean, even, even homeschooling, I'm mm. sure you couldn't get together with your community like you had hoped. And, right. and so it's just going to be really an awesome event to mm-hmm. get together and, and have those relationships. Mm-hmm. Now, how about you, Zoe? What do you, what do you look forward to with this? Um, I'm excited to, uh, um, just to get to know the girls I'll be working with. Yeah. And um, like Thomas said, growing that community and friendship. Growing up, I didn't really have a lot of friends of same beliefs mm-hmm. and faith so i think it's really important to um just kind of expose them to that and um absolutely yeah. i mean the, the community like we were just talking about is so so important that's one yeah. of the things brady and i are actually working on with a, a men's uh, men's ministry diocesan men's ministry we've got a men's leadership summit coming up that's going to be kind of focused on that for adults you know so this is great because i think there are so few opportunities for young people to to have that sort of godly community that calls them on, right? Well, we do have to step away for a brief break, but on the other side of the break, we'll be back with more about Camp Summit and some of the activities that you guys are doing uh, throughout this summer. So stay with us for more Real Presence Live. We'll be right back after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. 
Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director of Riverview Place. I've worked my entire career in healthcare as a social worker in the hospital, skilled nursing, and hospice settings. I love my job. Not only do I get to work with a caring, dedicated team that displays human kindness to every resident, it's a privilege to offer seniors a lifestyle that reminds me of what it felt like to grow up in the small rural town of Buffalo, North Dakota. To join our faith-based community, call us today for a tour at 701-412-1952. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Janine Bitson. And I'm Brad Gray. And we're just so grateful you're joining with us uh, this morning. You know, we have just three wonderful guests in our Mm -hmm. studio, and they're talking about Camp Summit uh, that is coming up. July 10th through the 14th. It's in the Fargo Diocese. But Brady, could you just tell us a little bit more about those openings that you have yet? Yes. So we have maybe about 20 to 25 spots left open for campers. Uh, and so we've been promoting it uh, throughout the Diocese of Fargo, but you know, over into the Bismarck area too. So for other listeners, if, if you're looking for uh, a place to send your kid uh, this summer and you're not from the diocese, feel free to check us out. Uh, we would love to have you there. Um, you can learn more information uh, on our diocesan website at fargodiocese.org backslash summit, or you can just call me directly at my office line. Well, that, that, that's just wonderful. It's just so important. Uh, you know, Thomas and, and um, Zoe, you have both alluded about the community, the relationships, and, and we are living in a society that's really hungering for mm-hmm. that because we've just, it uh, doesn't matter how old you are, you know, with this pandemic, it's just been really difficult with uh, the broken relationships and the, the feeling alone mm-hmm. in, in so many individuals. And, um, and that relationship with Christ really helps us get through those feelings of alone because we're never alone with right. Him, right? And we can sometimes complicate our faith to a point where we just forget the simplicity of just being and and having that relationship uh, with the Trinity yep. and, um, of course, with Jesus that so many of us, when we think of the Trinity, most of us identify closer with mm-hmm. Jesus. I mean, mm-hmm. you can ask anyone, who do you identify more with in the Trinity? And I, I bet Jesus probably gets more nods than the Holy <laughs> Father or the Holy Spirit. Pretty which, stiff competition there amongst yeah. the Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but the unity of that Trinity and developing that relationship of the whole is uh, exactly what you guys are doing, and that's awesome. 
Yeah, and you know, one of the last things I'm also excited about is having these missionaries uh, to lead that camp. Um, another plug is if there's any high schoolers out there that are interested, this is, they're not just going to do, um, you know, set up and take down. I mean, they're also going to be given a retreat while they're there led by these two missionaries. So they're going to be pulled away for a little bit more formation so that they have, you know, more in their arsenal. So when they leave, they're ready to go. And hopefully they come back and want to come and serve on our staff when they hmm. turn 18. So if you want to know more, again, give me a call or check out our diocesan website. And that peer-to-peer relationship is, it's the best. It really is. It's so important. And I know the model of focus missionaries, it's, you know, that peer-to-peer, um, the catechesis, the adult catechesis mm-hmm. you're doing, you know, it's really peer-to-peer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really, really vital. Yeah. Thomas, I'm, I'm curious. So as a net minister for mm-hmm. two years, uh, the these sorts of events uh, were ones that you got to be a part of regularly, and you'd yeah. see how they'd impact people. Like, yeah. Tell us a little bit about what you experienced, because sometimes people will question, you know, can you know, a few days really make a difference for yeah. someone? Well, I, I would say absolutely yes. I mean, most of the retreats that my team did weren't even a few days. Like, we would have one day, like, usually around like a school day, so we'd have like six hours to do a retreat, um, but sometimes even less. One of the retreats we did in Fargo was like three hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can absolutely see a difference like in the kids from the beginning to the end. But something that a lot of people underestimate is just um, the attitude and demeanor of like the missionaries, people leading it. Hmm. Um, and so, I mean, something that Nat tells us at training is you might give like, you know, the awesomest talk of your life or you might like do a really, really good drama on your retreat or whatever. But the thing that the kids are going to remember is how they felt around the missionaries. And so mm-hmm. like even taking that forward, um, into like our events this summer, like one of the most important things is being able to actually interact with the youth, with the middle schoolers, with the high schoolers, um, just to like let them know, like, hey, I'm not here to like tell you everything you're doing wrong and like yell at you and stuff. Like, I just want to be able to show you Jesus's love. Like, I want to be able to show you how to find like actual true joy in in Jesus. Um, and so, like, even being able to use that, like, as service team coordinator at Camp Summit, um, like being able to hang out with the middle schoolers that are there and like do the activities with them. But also to help be able to like teach them, teach the high schoolers on service team, um, like what just what they need to learn, but sure. not in a way of like sit down and listen to me while I tell you everything that you need to know. Like mm-hmm. it's just kind of in a more relational way of um, like what they'll actually remember of just like the love that you can show. Yeah, that, that is so cool because it's a, that is another thing that's really lacking in the mm-hmm. world. I mean, it's like. And I often tell people, you know, criticism isn't a gift of the Holy Spirit. It really only suppresses it, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And it's just so important because we live in a world like everything's wrong or everything's like this animosity, mm-hmm. you know, ideological or whatever, you know. Yeah. I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about. And and we as Catholics, we really need to bring it back, you know, and, and not have that division amongst ourselves. And so when you talk about relationships, that is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Zoe, it, it was coming to mind as Thomas was talking that, um, like, another element, I think, of, of the value of something like this is you talked about how, um, like, you really didn't have community. And I know for my oldest daughter especially, she'd gone to some different, um, you know, Catholic youth events and that sort of thing and got, you know, um, le- great lessons about living virtue and, and modesty and holiness and all of that. And so she would... Uh, you know, she'd pursue that, but she was growing up in a small rural town in Minnesota, and she's the only person like that, you know. And so it it was a it was an ideal that she'd strive for, 
but was really kind of doubled down on when she got in a community of other young people like her that were also pursuing Jesus. Because she kind of questioned, does, is this real? Do people really do this? Do the people that you're talking about in these talks, like the good, godly men and so on, do they actually really exist or are they just an idea that would be nice if it were true? Um, and so I think there's something to be said about having that community of other young people coming together in pursuit of Jesus, right? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, like growing up, I didn't, I mean, I had friends, but not um, like really of the Catholic faith. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of hard to grow. And I didn't really find a, like a good, solid Catholic community until college. Yeah. And when I found that, like, things just kind of exploded. Was like, it through the Newman Center here? And, or where did you find a community? It was through Moorhead Catholic okay. Ministries. So what was that like for you? When you actually, like, there are other people my age that actually care about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was great. Like, I felt, um, it felt normal. Like, I yeah. just kind of fit right in. And um, everyone had, like, the same morals as me. And mm-hmm. um, it was really beautiful to grow with that and like we grow together mm-hmm. and you learn together and um yeah. just don't like, don't always have to be on the defensive right because yeah. like, i know that's what my daughters were experiencing as they're growing up in this little public school you know where no one shares their values and they kind of feel like they have to defend the right to life they have mm-hmm. to defend you yeah. know the, what marriage is and all yeah. that stuff instead of you're kind of like always on and i don't have any posse yeah. i don't have any community <laughs> with me it's like i'm against the world and ha- mm-hmm. now to actually have a community of people that like no, this is actually good. We all believe that this is good mm-hmm. and worth pursuing. Yeah, you can kind of let your your walls down, and mm-hmm. they they understand where you're coming from, and they they understand like who you are as a person and like what your end goal is. Yeah, yeah, and and it you just feel that joy, mm-hmm. and and it's like the early Christians. You know, it's like I've talked a lot about that because we've had you know the readings through the Easter season with Acts and stuff, and it's just like man, they had so much joy, and they had. So much persecution. Mm-hmm. I mean, so much more than any of us are dealing with in our lives. Yeah. And yet they had more joy than we have, yeah. <laughs> you know. And so that's what's so important, too, that you have these opportunities because we do have to go out and be the hands and feet of Jesus. We can't stay in our little comfortable enclaves of joy and everyone agreeing with, yeah. you know, what we believe. And so that's where it's so empowering because you get that courage. And then when you go out and defend it, it's not like, a, you know, put them up, Dukes, you know, kind of. It's like with love and with charity and with, you know, like, I want you to have what I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, and that's what's so cool. So I'm, I'm curious. We just have a few minutes left. But you guys, the, the Camp Summit isn't the only thing you're doing this summer, right? right. So, so, Brady, you've got you've got Zoe and, and Thomas working on some other stuff more regionally here throughout the summer. Can you tell us briefly about that? Yeah, so during the school year, this last school year, uh, we, we met with the deanery too, so that's like the Fargo parishes and the, some of the outlier ones, and just really asked them about the ministry that they were doing in, in areas that they thought that they might need some help in or some, some need. Uh, and one of them really, uh, the apparent one was uh, like a summer ministry. Um, because it's, you know, it's what we notice in churches, like everyone, you know, kind of goes out to the lakes, everyone goes away. Uh, so we don't do a ton of things. And so the question came up, you know, can you do something to help us out? And so after praying, after thinking about it, uh, we just decided to kind of do what we did when I was a youth minister, just offer things, uh, and not really be concerned about 
how many we get in attendance, but just provide an opportunity for kids to come to have community, to not always feel like they need to be on the defense. So just to have a place uh, of refuge uh, where they can grow in their faith, have some fun, and you know, meet other people from surrounding churches. So that's what we've been working on. Uh, we've been kind of outlining what each week will look like between now and the end of summer. And they're going to they're gonna, uh, vary. So some of them are going to be more spiritual in nature. So like an XLT, it stands for exalt. Others are going to be more like a service project orientated, and then others are going to be um, more social. So just like fun, uh, just hanging out and doing stuff. Okay. So you guys had you've had one of them so far, right? Mm-hmm. And how did how'd that go, Thomas? I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah. We had a pretty good turnout. Um, we pretty much just like grilled out. Um, we had a float bar where you make a bunch of different floats, like root nice. beer floats, but with a bunch of different kinds of soda. It was a really good time. Fantastic. Um, and then we went to Thunder Road. For a couple hours, so it was really fun, and all of the all the kids that came, I think, had a good time. They all said they were going to come back this this upcoming Wednesday. So, okay, yeah. okay. So, what's going on this this Wednesday, Zoe? Um, this Wednesday Wednesday is a um, XLT. XLT. Okay. So we'll start with ultimate frisbee. Okay. And then we'll have dinner, and then um, praise and worship, and we will have a keynote speaker and adoration. Cool. So if anyone's either in the Fargo area or they're willing to drive, right? Because this is open to whoever wants to come, right? right, right. Uh, how do they find out about uh, what the schedule is, where things are taking place, times, and all that stuff? Yeah, so I am emailing out to uh, the, the DREs, youth ministers, and priests. So they, ca- they have a schedule of what's going on. Okay. And I'll, I'll keep them updated uh, as things progress and if there's any changes. But other than that, they can, they can go on to the diocesan website. And um, I can't remember what the, the link was to it, but if they just go to the youth and young adult page, they'll be able to see Summer Ministry 2022. Mm-hmm. And I'll have uh, a lineup of everything that we're doing. They can see it. Uh, they can come to all of them. They can come to one of them. Uh, with the XLTs, like Zoe says, uh, it's a long day. So if they can't make it for Frisbee, it doesn't mean you know, sure. they're excluded from the evening. So they can pick and choose, and we just hope that they'll come. Well, that's fantastic. It's exciting that there are opportunities like this for the young people in our area. So mm-hmm. I want to thank you guys for the work that you're doing, and thank you for coming on this morning. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. It's just such an important ministry that you guys are doing and giving your hearts, minds, and souls to, you know, the wonderful youth in our area. Thank you very much. Well, we have to go on a quick break, but we'll be right back for more Real Presence Live after the break. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 